This is the UNIA ACL Woodson Banneker Jackson Bay Division 330 presenting to you the seventh annual Know Thyself Book Fair and Office Farm at the famous Thurgood Marshall Center at 1816 12th Street Northwest, D.C., 2009. This will be held Saturday, February 3rd, 2024, from 12 to 6 p.m. It's sponsored by the Heritage Gallery, UNIA International, in partnership with the Thurgood Marshall Center Trust. Yes. We are so happy and excited to have our seventh annual Know Thyself Book Fair and Office Forum. We are also highlighting Sankofa Bookstore on Georgia Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., and everyone's place on Northern Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. We will be featuring a number of African-American authors, such as Santella Sherman. She will be talking about eugenics, Laini Mataka, our area poet, Sharita Bell, Sharita Berry Pettit, Sharita Berry Pettit, who is a book, a children's book author. We will have also Melvin Mitchell, who has a book on architecture, as well as our own sister Nia 2X. Danny Queen is a poet. Michael McGarver will be talking about the Black Seed book. And we have a host of other guests that will be participating in the event. It, is, uh, um, a, it will be a very diverse and interesting event. Yes, and it's going to last from 12 o'clock until 6 p.m. on February 3rd. That's a Saturday from 12 to 6 at the Thurgood Marshall Center at 1816 12th Street, Northwest Washington, D.C. Zip code is 2009. If there's anyone that has any information, they need further information, you can call 202-787-0251. And you can speak to Charles Butler. Excuse me. So much easier. All right. You just heard it. The seventh annual book fair. And we know leaders read and readers lead. And we are extremely excited about this fantastic event here in Washington, D.C. again. Know Thyself Book Fair. Oh, I just get thrills when I hear it. We want to say thank you to Charles and his wife, uh, Lorraine. Let me see if I said that right. Yep. Elaine Lorraine Butler. That's right, Charles and Lorraine Butler. I'm sorry, Charles and Lorene Butler, and they are icons here in Washington, D.C., always found working, 
educating, and waking us up. So everybody, stay woke. Bring your children. Bring yourselves. Let's celebrate black history like we do here on Near 2X Radio 24-7. Indeed, not just February, but that special month is being highlighted, if you will, and it kicks off again with the 7th Annual Book Fair. So you want to be there. Uh, they gave their number. I may have their number. I'm not sure. I'm going well, to look their number, 202. I have 787. I'm not sure if they want me to get that number out. You be sure to yes. rewind and go back to uh, this broadcast to get that correct number. I certainly don't want to put out anybody's telephone number that's private. All right, we're getting ready for our uh, previously broadcasted program, and we want to thank Charles and his wife, Lorraine, for sponsoring this hour indeed. How are you? I hope you're excited because we are waiting for our guest, Sister Jennifer Jalencia. Uh She is coming on tonight, uh, one of the most busiest, sisters that we know here in this region. She's a former uh, candidate for city council. She ran last year to get and start making the changes. Um, She ran for at-large seat, in fact, to start making the very necessary, much-needed changes here in the District of Columbia. And uh, she is just non- Stop. But one of the big things that are coming up, she's here to talk to us about it, and that's coming up in February, on February 10th, I believe. We do have uh, Sister Elvira. I, uh, she calls her the Holy Godmother. Sister Elvira, are you here? Yes, I am. All right, that's good. Uh, Sister Elvira, I see Sister Queen Jennifer is trying to call in. There's another person here, Howard. Uh, Howard, how are you? Oh, Howard can't hear me. Stand by. Uh, Howard, how are you? Hello? Yes, Howard. There's a C. Howard that is on the line. I go by Catherine Marie. I yes, see. I'm here. So are, uh, are you uh, calling in with a question or a comment? No, I'm part of the staff. The, uh, I'm part oh, I'm of sorry. The... You, if, if you're calling in with a question or a comment, uh, we, we called you up before we get started with the interview. If, if not, uh, no, ma'am, we, we can't have, um, you know, you on the line, but you're certainly – here now, and you're certainly uh, welcome to make a comment or a statement before we get started. I hope everyone enjoys the interview. Are you coming to the event yourself? Yes, because I'm in the movie, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, uh, the interview um, will be available later on this evening, and we want to thank you for calling in at this time. 
Okay, I was told by Jennifer to call in for the interview. Uh, oh, you are, are you being interviewed tonight? There was no list sent to us, ma'am. Oh, I wasn't aware there was no list. Oh, okay, okay. Are you being interviewed, Miss uh, Miss uh, Marie? Catherine Marie, yes. Oh, okay. So you're one of the guests tonight. Correct. I'm I'm in the movie. Yes, my picture is on. You the stay box. right on this line. Stay right on okay. this line. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Okay. Sorry well, um, Queen. I'm sorry. Sorry for the misunderstanding. Ah, yes, ma'am. Uh, Queen Jennifer, are you on the line, ma'am? Okay, well, we'll uh, wait for her. Uh, she may be having some challenges, so, and it's the telephones indeed. Uh, so we'll go straight to the fairy godmother herself. Fairy godmother, wow. how are you? And tell us a little bit about what is taking place February 10th in Baltimore and what has taken place leading up to a motion picture independently put together with the new royal family and I'm sure many, many others. You have the floor, ma'am. Well, what's taking um, place is that um, on February the 10th, um, the movie Journey of a Queen Part 2 will be um, featured um, in Baltimore, Maryland. And um, I am truly honored um, to be a participant of um of this movie as I represent the nation's capital of the District of Columbia as your Miss Golding, Washington, D.C., and Miss USA National Queen 2024. And um, the movie was, was filmed at, um, at my location um, here in the District of Columbia at, um, at the Pink King Palace, and um, we had we had several queens that will be um, that participated in putting this movie together, along with my goddaughter, Miss Jennifer Galicia. That's right. <laughs> I and, think she's um, on the line. I think, Jennifer, are you here? Greetings and blessings, my okay, dear Queen Mia. Okay, good, good. Now, now, now we got the head on. We got the head on. We were. Uh, uh, you also have uh, Maria on on our board. It's a different name, but uh, Maria is on, and we are ready to. Uh, be interviewed. We we didn't get a, a list of the uh, other people, but if they call in, as mentioned, and they have a question or a comment, uh, they're they're welcome to do that. Let's let's roll uh, as quick as we can. So, welcome, Queen Jennifer. Uh, we want to compliment you and praise the Lord 
for the work you've been doing, you 19 women on a positive accord, you 19 and destroying the myth that we can't all help each other, love each other, support each other, respect each other, respect ourselves, and be the power force as women that we were created to be. So without further delay, tell us about what is taking place. Sister Alvira has introduced the February 10th upcoming achievement, but give us a little background, how you got started, where you are today, and again, uh, what is taking place February 10th. And thank you, Sister Elvira, for doing so. You're welcome. I would like to wish all of the listeners um, peace, blessings, love, and healing to you and your families across the planet. Thank you, my dear Sister Queen Nia, um, a friend a sister, a confidant for over 30 years for continuing to support me um, and see me as a reflection of you. Um, as you are lifted, you are lifting me. And so I'm so grateful uh, that we have been plucked to be an example of unity amongst women, amongst queens. I want to thank my dear Queen Fairy Godmother, Elvira Patrick, for introducing um, this fine product that we have come together to do as we're taught no man and no woman is an island but it is what we have done as a, as a collective to produce journey of a newsome queen i want to take you back to the year 2020 uh, when i was forlorn in pain i didn't know if i wanted to continue to live after uh, a failed relationship and I received a phone call from an illustrious king um, in Baltimore, known throughout the gates in Baltimore for his pageantry and the lifting of the female. He told me, Queen, I see the, your love of the queens. Won't you come and be uh, the head of my beauty pageant? And what King Dr. Newsom didn't know is that at the time of talking to him, my head was buried in a pillow crying trying to heal from my broken heart, and I was crying out to the creator of all things, I need you to give me something, creator, to heal me so that I can continue on with the divine work that you have laid at my feet. And sometimes, family, the answer doesn't come how we want it. It comes in a strange way. And so how it came to me was creator put work on me through my mentor, King Dr. Frederick Wynn Newsom, he said, come and run my pageant. And I said, oh, thank you, creator. I can funnel my pain into work and into service on behalf of these women. And so we went on happily to found um, the Washington, D.C. Newsom pageant. But did we know around the corner would come a devastating um, COVID pandemic that crossed the, the United States and the world? And so as my mentor was paying monies and deposit for our venue, he got a call that the venues were closing down because it wasn't safe. But being the king that he is and the queen that I am under his leadership, we said we will still crown these Newsome queens. And so the idea came to us to have a film 
so that we will put crowns on our beautiful queens and have it captured throughout eternity on film. And so we were successful for, with that. But you can't stop the king and queen in just one film, my dear family, globally. We came back for part two. And this time we named it in honor of the founder of it all, Dick King, Dr. Frederick Wed Newsom, my mentor of a lifetime. And so now we've had one screening via um, online. And now we're going to come back and show it to you live and in person. I'm talking about Journey of a Newsome Queen uh, that will be shown February 10th at 4 p.m. in Baltimore, Maryland. I mean, that is really fantastic. That, you know, taking an idea from the mind, from the heart, and manifesting it in our reality, that's how you get things done. Now, I understand that our dear queen sister, Angela Muhammad, is in the line, and she has uh, also done phenomenal work uh, producing as a producer, as a uh, director, I I believe. Sister Angela, assalamu alaikum. Okay, let's stand by, stand by. Sister Angela, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, Sister Mia. How are you? I'm striving to be faithful indeed. I don't know how much you've heard of the program thus far, but uh, Queen Jennifer, Queen uh, Elvira uh, have laid down some of the information that has taken place, that is taking place. Tell us how you were approached and how has this journey of a Newsom Queen entered into your heart, your thinking? Share your feelings with us, please. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, um, those who might not know, I'm an independent filmmaker, graduate of um, Howard University, and Sister Jennifer and I, we've known each other for over 20, 25 years. I don't know why. You know what? I don't mean to interrupt you. I don't know why you and Queen Jennifer know where I'm going. Y'all better stop letting me. Y'all know we know each other close to 50. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Sister Angela. It's a a private joke. Queen Jennifer and I, she told the audience 30 years. She knows 38. Go ahead, Queen uh, Angela. No, we're supposed to do it on the lower end. Oh. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. So, So you've known her quite a long time. What a character she has. But go ahead, Sister. Yeah, a very long time, and we both work in the arts, but we had never done a project together. And so <laughs> when she came to me, you know, with the idea of doing um, a documentary focusing on women who um, are doing things in the community, I was like, okay, that's right up my alley because um, I'm a uh, owner of Vanguard Television Studios, which is a production company that I'm working on that will help empower um, black women and women of color through the arts. So when she came to me with that idea of focusing on women, I was like, okay, yeah, let's let's jump on that. And so that's how I got involved um, with the project. I'm the director, so that means I tell everybody else what to do. (laughs) Oh, that sounds fun. Yes, ma'am. So, I, so I, you know, I helped direct. Um, I did some shooting, and that's 
pretty much it, how I got involved. And when did you get involved, ma'am? It was in the the very early stages. I think this is the second um, film project that they've done. So I wasn't involved with the, the first one, which happened right in the midst of the COVID pandemic. So I was in on this second project, and we were in it at the very beginning. I'm saying we because my um, videographer and editor, uh, Enoch, he actually shot it and um, edited the project. So we were in on it at the very beginning. We got the fairy godmother, uh, Sister Queen Elvira Patrick. And you mentioned, um, Queen uh, Elvira, that part of the documentary was um, filmed at your home. Is You said the Pink House. Tell us a little bit about the Pink House. Yes, yes. Um, it was filmed here at um, at my home, which is... Um, which was enshrined um, at the Library of Congress and also at the um, American um, National um, Museum downtown um, in 2000, 2018, yeah, yeah, 2018. So, um, the way it got the name is um, I had um, did um, a transformation um, since I like doing a lot of tea parties for little girls to adults, and um, I just created a atmosphere and um, turned it into um, to look like a castle last palace and um they came to me um a company from um from New York and they also um did a story on me on how um I turned my home to look like the peace pink palace and that's how it uh, it got its name and how I transformed it and I'm good. I, yeah, parties for 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 the youth. Um, it's my passion. I um I I make clothing and I dress them and I escort them to the um, Pink Palace um, tea room, and um, they are just amazed with um with the romantic setting that I have. And not only are they amazed, I think we are all amazed. I've been to the Pink Palace, and I mean, it's a palace. Queen and king chairs, it's laid out indeed. We have, uh, I believe, Maria, are you on the line? Uh, I have you at C. Howard, and you corrected me and said that everyone calls you Maria. How are you, Sister Queen? I'm fine, thank you. Um, my name is Catherine Marie. Catherine Marie. I should remember yes. that the rest of the interview. I'm going to check myself out. Sister <laughs> Catherine Marie. I'm going to see what I'm going to do here. But at the same time, uh, in reality, are you calling from Baltimore? 
Uh, Maryland, yes. I'm not in Baltimore, but I'm in Anne Arundel County in Maryland. All right. Now, how are you affiliated with uh, the uh, journey of Newsome Queens? Yes, I am a model as well as an actress. I've been modeling for over 40-some years, and I teach as well to young ladies how to be a model, how to speak, how to interact, how to try to get a job, etc. And in the movie business for a long time, been in many movies. And so when I met Jennifer um, 10 years ago, she recognized my abilities and introduced me into her organization. And the future is current. Uh, modeling with her in several fashion shows and as well as two or three of her movies. What is your opinion of the project, the current project, Journey of a Newsome Queen? How has it impressed you? The impressed me, it has impressed me because it's now showing other young ladies no matter where you are in your life, what's happened, who you've been with, your past, but you always have an option for your journey. You have a choice to go forward. Opening up their eyes. Everyone has a similar things, has similar things that's happened, but in different ways, of course. But allowing our ver- our womenhood, versatility, other women can see if they fit in and how to make it work better for them. That's quite impressive. We live in a world today where a lot of females and males should know the great work that is being, that is taking place with the female. Now, when we talk about the black woman, Angela Muhammad, I want to come to you, uh, and then we'll go back to our queen, Sister Jennifer, but I want to come to you and, uh, excuse me. I want to come to This is Queen Jennifer. Please pardon the interruption. I did want to let you know that we have the executive producer online, King Dr. Frederick Ware Newsom, my mentor, and we have Queen Michelle Schaefer, another cast member. Please pardon the interruption, but we are on the line. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, know, I, I know the gentleman, but I'm going to have to get the other lady's name first. Um, I mean, again, rather, because we're going into a commercial break. Could you text me those names, please, those two that just came in? And let's go quickly before we go to break to Sister Queen Angela Muhammad, because when when you talk about females, I'm particularly looking at Sister Angela because of the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, and the female, and I thought that would be 
very impactful for what Queen Jennifer has has done in those teachings, in her experience of life, lifting up the female. When you ever hear Queen Jennifer speak in public or on the air, her energy, her passion, her love, and her commitment to uplift women, in particular women, not just sisters, but the female. Queen Angela, can you tell me uh, from the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the work our sister Queen Jennifer is doing, how that unfolds in your thinking and your experience? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Well, we know that um, the woman is the second self of God, and women, especially in America, have been disrespected. Um, Black women, women of color are underrepresented in uh, all sorts of jobs, especially in the media, in the arts. And so when I see Sister Jennifer working with the woman, you know, her whole purpose is to help uplift women and to um, help them find that inner God in them because, you know, the woman is the second self of God. And so seeing Sister Jennifer do all that, I mean, you can't help but be inspired and be kind of, you know, like uplifted yourself, you know, when you see her. And so that that's what drew me to her anyway. You know, first of all, it's her, her, her personality. She's just a loving and a giving person, which, which falls in line with the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad as well. And to see her um, striving to uh, do that with other women, you know, help them find that inner God in them, and, you know, that inspires. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you couldn't have said it any better uh, because most women have not heard that we as women are the second self of God. But mm-hmm. Queen Jennifer Muhammad exemplifies it because mm-hmm. I am seeing what is taking off. It's like it was a small fire calm and peaceful, and then it ignited. It didn't ignite into a raging blaze. It's a beautiful blaze. It's taking, it's, you know, it's like whoever it touches, male and female, but especially females who are so down uh, right now uh, in the world and the oppression, the suppression, that women go through to have the journey of a of a newsome queen is beyond fantastic because she's not just talking it. You all are walking it and coming into a motion picture. Everyone, every family, everyone. You, you hear people in the street. Oh, this world is. They they are always pessimistic a lot of times because you're not getting this good information. You don't even know it exists. So to be part of what's taking place February 10th, it's an uplifting, real experience. It is our reality 
and I believe there could be some women or aunts, uncles, fathers, people that may know a woman that could benefit or a little girl that can benefit from what is getting ready to take place. So we are getting ready to uh, take a commercial break. We're going to see what's going on here. I tell you, it's a challenge, but, but it's all good. So keep it right here on Nia2X Radio, the voice of the people, and we'll see if we have that commercial break ready. Please stand by. We'll be right back. Assalamu alaikum, which means peace be unto you. My name is Dr. Isan Muhammad, and in 2011, I had the honor and privilege to begin top first-class quality free medical training in Havana, Cuba. Here and now in 2024, I am now a medical doctor and have returned to the United States. Here part one of my incredible story and journey right here on NIA 2X Radio, the voice of the people, titled Fidel Castro Started Free Medical Doctor Training. The show is dated August 12, 2023. And now, here is news you can use. Brothers and sisters, we salute the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the mighty Nation of Islam Annual Savior's Day 2023 commemoration in Chicago, Illinois. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave the main address Sunday, February 26, 2023, titled, The War of Armageddon Has Begun. He got it, brothers sisters, and especially pastors to have the courage to tell the truth. The minister said, you have to have faith and the courage to speak the truth. Truth is the most necessary ingredient for our salvation. He said truth is the greatest thing in the universe because everything in his creation is the truth. He said more about the truth, such as the Holy Quran and the Bible say that the heavens and the earth are made with truth. Listen to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the entire monumental eye-opening and inspiring address. Go to NOI.org. The title again is The War of Armageddon Has Begun. Well, for now, that's news you can use. And now, for one more news you can use. Follow the leader when it comes to great journalism. The Washington Informer newspaper, a free publication picked up throughout the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. When you want balanced, informative, updated news and information, especially about issues in the black community, you can't afford to rely on any other news source except the Washington Informer newspaper. Call them today. Get the affordable advertising rate. The Washington Informer is the weekly publication with over 50,000 readers. Call right now, 202-561-4100, and ask about subscription details. Again, that's 202-561-4100 the Washington Informer Newspaper. 
All right, now we thank you for those powerful announcements, that powerful encouragement of court about telling the truth. And that's what we're doing right now, telling the truth, unveiling the cover that's been put over the planet, making people think that there's no hope. This is a program coming up February 10th in Baltimore that shows the light indeed because you lift up a woman, you lift up a nation. Make no mistake about it. We have Queen Jennifer Jalencia, and as she mentioned, we have the executive director himself. You know, sometimes fellas feel like, ah, they were those women. They're getting together again. I don't know if you remember what Queen Jennifer said in the beginning. It was this gentleman that's getting ready to come up, King Dr. Frederick Ware Newsom. He is the executive producer of Journey of a Newsom Queen. It was he that reached out to her. See, the king didn't know her. They didn't know each other. The spirit moved with him. He had been reading her things on the Facebook in another city. So, no, this is not excluding our brothers at all. It was like the Million Man March. The brothers had to get the brothers together. Well, now we the sisters understand let us get the females and the sisters together so that when we do come together, we come together in righteousness, and that doesn't mean we still, hmm, we know how to have fun now. Don't get me started. In fact, let me bring him on before I bring on another Newsome queen, Miss Schaefer, but let us hear from the executive producer of Journey of a Newsome Queen King, Dr. Frederick Ware Newsome. Peace and justice to you, my brother. My goodness, Mrs. Queen, near two you give such amazing introductions. I mean, I need to record that and post it somewhere so people can hear it and see it and read it. Uh, you, you leave me speechless, Sister Queen. Uh, I appreciate everything you just said. <laughs> so I think you got the glory. Yes, I think you got the glory. Uh, Queen Jennifer Jalencia Muhammad, all these amazing Muslim queens, Journey of Muslim Queen, uh, King Enoch, everyone involved to bring this uh, movie to pass to fruition. Uh, we had a pre-showing, and it was amazing, amazing, amazing. So Queen Jennifer and myself decided to take it to the theater. And we want to show it here in Baltimore, Maryland, at the Baltimore War Memorial Building. So we're really excited. And I'm going to tell you, everything y'all said, it is our job as kings to encourage the queens. And that's, that's the problem that we face in this world is so many kings don't know how to treat queens, so they treat them probably the way they see other men treat women. So they follow that same pattern. And and that's where I think we all come up short. I've always respected women, always honored women. Um, I, I, it's part of my nature, part of my mother bringing me up. And to this day, I do the same thing to this very day. And uh, these amazing Muslim queens and the journey they've been on and how God has opened doors and made ways. And, and I see them in each one of them enlarging their queendom. I see each and every one of them enlarging their kingdom, every opportunity, every door 
that God opens up, I can see them walking through every one of them. And don't let one of them come up slack, one of them come up short. And this is how you build a nation. You got to build it with the women. The kings are a little bit different because they need, uh, I hate to say it, but they need a little more nurturing. They're not as forthcoming as women. And that's, 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 I don't know, maybe that's the nature of men. I've always been outgoing, so I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't confess to any of that because anything I wanted to do, I wouldn't have did it. So there, there was no holding me back. So these brothers out today are just a little bit different. So, and I like the way uh, when they did the, that you mentioned the Million Man March and how, you know, all these brothers got together as one. That was powerful. That's right. And I think the same thing here is something that, I think the same thing I envision with these amazing Muslim queens and Muslim kings is that bring them all together as one, but them establishing their kingdoms and queendoms all around the country, all around the world, but yet for the glory and honor of God. And that's where we show forth how we are one with God and with man. So mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I can keep talking. Come on, somebody. No, but I'm just saying you are so right. Make no mistake about it because – a lot of the queens that are with the project, uh, every everybody, maybe five years ago, you could not pay them to say they they would be where they they are today because women go through challenges, just unbelievable challenges, motherhood, and and then even as children, we're going we're coming to you, Miss Schaefer. When, when I say that, maybe three, five years ago, could you imagine you would be where you are today on the not journey? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That, that's, that, that was my point. You know, there's somebody sitting in the gutter of despair in your own feelings. Listen to this program. Ms. Schaefer, mm. welcome, welcome. And tell absolutely. us. You, you you are quite welcome. Tell us your journey, what you're seeing, the brighter your future looks, and what you want us to get out of this fantastic upcoming program in Baltimore, February 10th. I want to thank you for having me, inviting me. It has been a mind-blowing journey, um, journey of a Newsom queen. I never thought that I would be worthy enough to uh, participate in something like this because I have always volunteered and have done humanitarian efforts and everything on the back end and the, as a silent partner. And when I was first introduced to Queen Jennifer, I literally – just wanted to go down there and drop some bags. <laughs> and it seeing her um, becoming her friend on Facebook and actually seeing every week her, her undying commitment that I just knew God was calling me to be a part of it. And no matter how busy I got, sometimes he just really would put her on my heart to go down there with her. Don't call her, don't tell her, just, just to show up. And I think it really challenged me um, going through dark moments of you think you're not worthy or you're not able to connect with other women just to see her uplifting not only the females but our homeless um, kings as well. It 
it just amazed me and it taught me on another level that we all deserve to to treat each other um, respectfully. And as human beings, they just want to be seen. And I think it is so critical that people um, not only watch the film to see the different backgrounds that we come from, but that everyone, no one's better than anyone. You feel so loved. Um, when you're in the environment of the other queens and kings. And I just think it's very important um, while we're on this journey to encourage others. And it, and you don't have to have a, a, a degree to do this. Whatever you bring to the table is enough, and we all have a part to play in that. Well, you know, Michelle, you said that you just initially saw her on Facebook and wanted to drop off the bags. For the listening audience, what are you exactly speaking of? So I had a, a friend that in church. Um, we had some donations, and she recommended Queen Jennifer was down at the Second ND shelter. And so I took, I don't even remember what I took down there, um, um, clothing and uh, hygiene items. And upon going down there and seeing that it was on a greater scale than I thought it was something minor and it was on a much larger scale. And that's when I really realized um, all of our contributions are are important, um, and our donations are important. Okay, so so Queen Jennifer at the uh, homeless shelter was ministering and continues to do so. I, I mean, Queen Jennifer started the homeless shelter, and thank you, Michelle. She started the homeless uh, outreach, if you will, as she stated earlier in the interview, in the month of May 2020. Let's go back. We should not ever, ever forget the year 2020 because that was the year of the outbreak of the pandemic. And most of us, if not all of us, were sheltered in. We wanted to go, we, we had to go in. This was a worldly virus with no answers. But we were witnessing from the television uh, death beyond anyone's imagination. We hadn't seen death on a large scale like that. Uh, we couldn't get masks. If you went to the store, you could only get limited items to bring back to your home. So we were sheltered in, and we were going in and made sense, and everybody wanted to be safe. But Queen Jennifer... Don't let me tell it. Let's go to Queen Jennifer so that we can understand while we were happily sheltered in, you went out, Queen Jennifer, in the heart of it. It started around March. This was May 2020, two months later. You go out into the environment to the homeless shelter, please. Help us to understand what God was telling you, and you were obeying him. Thank you, my dear sister, Queen Mia. Um, before I answer, I do want to um, pin accolades on your lapel 
as um, the one who stepped up to help me serving our homeless kings and queens once a month for nearly three years. So I want to pin accolades on you and as our great narrator for Journey of a Newsom Queen film, uh, you deserve your flowers as you live as well. My dear sister, Queen Nia, friend of over 30 years. 30 to answer your question, yes, Queen. 40. You know it's 40. <laughs> You know it. We all know it. I wanted to say real quick before you tell us. I just wanted to be uh, real with it. It's the greater D.C. chapter of the National Action Network that goes out once a month. You know, I would love to accept the accolades, but it's the entire chapter. And we go out once a month to give you the rest that you don't take. Uh-huh. You can be somewhere else. <laughs> it's, Thank it's you. Know, Thank you, Queen. Thank you, sister. Praise I knew you Lord. would do that. I, I knew you would do that, and that is the humble spirit that you are. But I'm so glad. Well, let me thank everybody because I'm listening intently. Um, all the love that you mirror to me, I reflect it back to you because this is not about me. It's about we. And I'm so glad that my dear mentor is now on the line. Um, He was not here uh, when we began to hear that I always revert back to him. As my dearly departed mother (laughs) raised me and my brother and sister, that you always pay homage to those that sowed into you, to to those that shaped you. She would say, don't get too big for your britches, little girl. You pay homage. And so Mm -hmm. as I'm explaining um, the great miracle that began to take place um, in May 2020, I had talked about um, this dear king, Dr. Frederick Ware Newsom, my mentor of a lifetime, who put me in charge of the women of his pageant. I was so honored and humble, and it was really a life-saving job that he gave me. And I remember him saying, well, Queens, you would not just, you know, walk around looking cute. You know, we went into the encampment with our crowns and dresses and things so that we would be presentable um, in the Baltimore encampment in front of the kings and queens that we knew they were. I don't know that the world sees our disheveled and maybe the, the homeless kings and queens that may have a stench, a stench if you see them as we do, as kings and queens without an abode, but they are no less royalty. And so my mentor said, you know, well, we just you know, walk question. around being before, cute. Sister, you, sister, before you go on, you said that they were in the encampment. For the listening audience, what is the encampment, please? Yes. So there are many encampments, but where I received my calling was in the Baltimore encampment where there are groups of homeless kings and queens that live in a desolate area, sometimes up on a hill, sometimes off of main highways, so we don't know they're there. We actually had to have a tour guide to take us into these desolate areas. It's an underground community that people don't even know about. So you can't just roll up in there. You have to come with a trusted um, guide to know that you're good people and not coming up in there to rob them, to pillage them, to take advantage of them. So these are little 
um, communities of homeless. See, they are human beings. The same way we have a community on our streets, they have homeless communities. They are human beings. And so my mentor of a lifetime, King Dr. Frederick Ware Newsom, took a cadre of us into a desolate place where they talked about getting bit by rats at night and getting robbed by young people of their little earnings and having to booby trap themselves. And so I've said it one time, I've said it a million times, when I heard of the suffering of fellow human beings, God Almighty was exercising my heart to go back to Washington, D.C., my hometown, and start an outreach under the direction of one of my mentors, King Dr. Frederick Ware Newsom, and to replicate the work of my other mentor, Queen Christina Flowers, the star of the homeless in Baltimore, Maryland, the police send the homeless to her. They don't know what to do with them, so they send them to this powerful queen. So I said, oh, here's the blueprint of the work that I am assigned to do. So it's not that I started something. I just redid it. I was the Johnny-come-lately of service to our homeless kings and queens. And so I'm so blessed that I went out one Saturday, and we've been there every week for the last four years. So God Almighty turned me. I did an about face, did Sister Queen Angela Muhammad, as we talk about the vanguard drilling in the nation of Islam. Sometimes you got to do an about face. So I turned from show business, being a pageant queen and all of that, to put it all down, to pick up a message, to be a voice for the voiceless, homeless kings and queens. And so my mentor, King Dr. Frederick Red Newsom, I said it before, Wherever I am blessed to try the planet, I will lift your name on high because you are God's representative to me in the flesh to find my divine purpose. I have purposes, yeah, to sing and dance and make people feel good. But my divine purpose is to speak for the homeless, to speak for women, to speak for the disabled, for children, for the elders, for all of the downtrodden of the earth. So I thank you for leading me into my purpose for being on the planet. Sister Muhammad, Sister Queen, um, were you, did, with the pandemic, it was very understandable that every human being, children, elders, everybody had a degree of uncertainty, a degree of apprehension, I mean, the air we breathe was carrying a virus that was literally killing people by the numbers. They were giving numbers out by the thousands every single day. And you heard that information and decided, I'm going out. I got a job to do. (laughs) I mean, all the glory goes to God indeed. And I, I believe the point I'm trying to make is that when God has his hands on you, and that goes to anybody, any of us, we're going mm. to answer the commitment. What was God saying to you, our sister, our mm. sister Queen Jennifer Muhammad? Well, Queen, all I can say is the scripture said put on the whole armor of God. So that means that was more than a mask. 
that I was to go out with the armor of God and fearlessly go and serve his people. And so I can't take credit. It's just it was something within me that said you have to move and put fear aside. Tell fear to shut up. Tell fear to sit down. That I have a job. And if you find something that you're willing to die for, you will be saved. Is another scripture where Abraham was getting ready to slay his son. Aaron, and tell me if I got the name right, King Doctor. But he was getting ready to say, slay his son, and God stayed his hand. So sometimes God will push you so far till you think you're at the brink of death. And because you went fearlessly and followed his voice, he would say death. He would tell death angel to get back because you're following his command. So we're not to walk in fear. We're to walk in freedom across the, across the planet. We are not to run away from something that's fearful. We're to run to it. And so I can only thank God for giving me a spirit like that. I don't know what else to tell you except we are to walk courageously today and tomorrow in the name of Christ and all good things. We are to be fearless in our pursuit of goodness and righteousness. Miss Howard, mm. uh, thank oh you, God. Queen Jennifer. Uh, very well said. Miss Howard. Uh, Catherine Ms. Marie. I'm sorry. Catherine Marie. Looking on the board. Thank you. Thank you, Miss <laughs> Marie. I'm looking on the board. I, th- I think I got shook up a little bit. Uh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, you know, we're witnessing God's work. We're witnessing when God has something for you. It's so obvious. I would see... Um, Miss Catherine, I would see Queen Jennifer come down to the homeless shelter. She has not missed one week since May. We're in the May. We're into 2024, early January. She has not missed one. However, uh, when when I saw her early in 2020, I'm wrapped up like a tent around my head. I, I was I had to quarantine. I, I couldn't lift my feet. All that heavy stuff on. I mean, I was wrapped down. And I'm looking at Queen Jennifer and no mask. I'm saying, don't she? Wait a minute. I, I, Queen, can I say this to you? She said, I can't understand what you're saying. All this stuff, nothing else. She said, text me. I'm saying to you, can you text? Anyway, Miss Howard, I'm sorry, not Miss Howard, Miss Marie. Miss Marie, yes, ma'am. When you are you coming down to second and D, or are you dealing with uh, the homeless situation in the area, uh, or or are you dealing with it at all? Because she does more than just work with the homeless. Well, my position is. I deal with the young ladies trying to get a job, have self-reassurance, ladies that, don't, that have been abused with their parents, their, their mother, I should say, and have low self-esteem. So I teach I them how to dress, how to speak, how to walk, how to feel fearless to get a job, to go back to school to, to okay. turn their back on someone who has abused them and walk away, not try to fight okay. back to them. I, I'm okay. with the young ladies as they grow up so that right. they will be well, stronger. Yes, yes go ahead. Let me go because we got five minutes. Let's okay. go to Fairy Godmother 
Elvira, who knows Queen Jennifer on on a personal level, I would think this is not anything new to you, Fairy Godmother. Uh, the way the Queen is growing, we I knew her twenty, thirty, forty years, fifty, sixty-seven. Okay, twenty, thirty years ago, but I'm watching, witnessing her growth, Queen. Elvira, Elvira, tell us what you're seeing in your goddaughter. What I'm seeing in my goddaughter is one in a million that I have never, ever seen in anyone in my 68 years. The love that she has, that she pours out, and how she just touched everyone's heart. And I mean, it is genuine, genuine mm-hmm. love that, that she has. You know, some people, it's fake, but it's nothing fake, fake about her. And it's just unbelievable. I've never, ever seen any, anything like that. Never seen anyone or know anyone except for my baby God daughter Jennifer, and I just love her dearly. I, um, she inspires me so much, just as well as each and every one heart that she that she touched. And um, I'm just truly honored that I had the pleasure of meeting this beautiful soul four years ago when I when I first met Jennifer. Yes, ma'am. Let's go. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Let's go quickly to uh, Queen Sister Angela Muhammad. Are you filming that day? And please give us quickly, if you can, how people can contact you if they need uh, filming done and in that respect. Uh, I, I'm not sure if we're going to be doing filming. I'm sure uh, we'll be taking um, doing some photography. And for those who might be interested in um, contacting me, they can reach me at Vanguard Television at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, uh, Vanguard Television, Instagram, Vanguard Television, Twitter, Vanguard TVN, I think. <laughs> but if you type in Vanguard Television, um, it should be able to find, they should be able to find me on social media. Uh, let's go quickly to Dr. Newsom. How can the public get involved and be there February 10th? What's the address and contact information, please? Okay. It's going to be the Journey of Newsom Queen. Um, going to be at the Baltimore War Memorial Building, 101 North Gay Street in downtown Baltimore, right across from the City Hall. And they can actually, if they want tickets, uh, tickets are $15 per person. Vendor spots are $35. They can cash app us at dollar sign Newsom Empire. That's dollar sign Newsom Empire. Or they can go to our website at www.newsomawards.com, newsomawards.com, and they can purchase their tickets for the movie. And they can get, if they go on a vendor spot, they can do that also on, at, on our website. And come and join us. We're going to have an amazing time. And if they if they purchase through Cash App, leave their phone number so we can call them to get their name. Ah, thank you all. Uh, this journey is really just beginning. 
this 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 journey really hasn't started. You're at the starting line because we live in a country that see the same homeless people that we see. They see them every day, and they're doing statistics, but it's just not done in the right way. I talk a lot about the homeless, but again, uh, Sister Queen Jennifer does a lot more than uh, serving the homeless weekly. And then we just heard Sister uh, Marie and how she is involved not with the homeless portion, and Sister Angela, and Sister Michelle, and, of course, the king himself and the queen God, godmother. She calls her the godmother, fairy godmother. Listen, mm-hmm. I want you to say, I want to and have to mention one of our sponsors. A beautiful smile is worth a million dollars, but a healthy oral hygiene and having strong and clean gums is priceless. Going to a good excuse me, please, going to a good dentist regularly can assist you and your family not only with a beautiful smile, but it can greatly aid in the protection from tooth decay, sour breath, and other serious life threatening diseases. That's right, life threatening diseases. Dr. Laura Muhammad is a general family dentist with over 35 years in the business. Her relaxing atmosphere is at Omninar, I'm sorry, Omninar Dental Spa, located 4524 C Street Southeast in D.C. Call to schedule your appointment with Omninar Dental Spa. Call at 202-905-4430, Omnimar Dental Spa. I want to say thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to our very, very, very special guests, all of them, indeed, because they are working to serve you and I, and they're doing a good job. You can either see the glass half filled or half empty. And when you are around the Newsome Queens, when you are around the new royal family, which Queen Jennifer is the president and founder of, when you are around positive energy, it's going to do what it has done and continue to do to all of us, energize us. We see the world different, hear the world different, and experience the world different. That's why you want to be a part, February 10th, to be a part of the journey that's taking place, huh? Journey, the journey of a newsome queen. Thank you to all of you, and we will give 30 seconds to anyone Uh, that Queen Jennifer wants to say a final thank you as we are a little over in this interview, but it's so important because this is the solution. This is the answer to all of our prayers. It's one of the grand answers. So 30 seconds on. Queen Jennifer, who's going to 
say the final words from your cast. I think Queen Michelle would do a fine job. Thank you. I just want to keep encouraging each and every um, person that is a part of this cast who has worked behind the scenes. We thank you tremendously. We know it is not unspoken. It is so much that you have done for everyone, and it is not in vain. We want to encourage people during this transition. Um, You will see empowerment of each and every one of us. And as we continue to lift others up, just remember to continue letting your light shine as it will speak volumes to the world. And this is going to be a world-known um, documentary. I, I just feel it in my, feel it in my soul that it's going to touch people. Okay, yeah. that'll do it. That'll do it uh, for yeah. this segment. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, thank you, Marie. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, King Frederick Newsom. Thank you, Queen Jennifer. And thank you, Sister Angela. Indeed, I hope I didn't leave anybody out. Uh, uh, everybody, uh, let's stay positive because there's, there's more goodness in the world than uh, other than goodness, and that is the holy truth. So we're going to report it here on Neo2x Radio. You can find us 24-7, profanity-free at www.blackonblackunity.com. Thank you and peace. Thank you.